Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Hello, folks. This is episode number 109, Free Airfare to Martha's Vineyard, offer open to migrants only. Before we get started, I just wanted to say a big thank you, a big belated thank you to Misty. Wherever you are out there, hopefully you're listening, I sincerely thank you for your support. Now, to the story at hand. And I was reading this partially. There's two or three different sources, but one of them is that bastion of uh, truth and liberty, known as the New York Times, about the... uh, the migrants that were uh, in the news uh, that were sent to uh, Martha's Vineyard um, from uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida. Wow. That guy unintentionally is typically so good for a laugh. I'm not kidding you. He's he reminds me he's he's like Trump, but he's frighteningly more intelligent. And uh you know, he's got his own kind of charisma going there. So it's almost like love to hate kind of thing, I guess you'd call it. Personally, Regardless of what side of the aisle you may be on, um, I find him funny often because some of these things that are happening as far as policies are concerned, they're just, they're completely, at least for the time being, a lot of it, there's, there's no point in even approaching it seriously because it's out of, it's out of, it's out of our hands certain aspects at this time, I want to be real, you know, careful about that, are just out of our hands. So past a certain point, all you could do is look at something and laugh. And very specifically what I'm saying about him, and he has has done this repeatedly, 
is uh, say what you will about him, but what is refreshing is that the man not only doesn't give a shit about your opinion, he tells you, I don't give a shit about your opinion. Isn't that, you have to admit, don't you think? I mean, isn't that refreshing just for once? Instead of, you know, the clammy, you know, extremely ultra polite. Thank you. Thank you so much. And always trying to be everything to all people, which we all know is complete bullshit. <laughs> and something that uh, him and let's say, I, I guess the the general consensus of uh, of a populated area. And, you know, he follows that and he says, yep, that's my position. And I know you hate that position and maybe therefore you choose to, to hate me. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't want to vote for me? Fine. <laughs> Have a good life. That kind of... Um you know, honesty is surely, as far as I'm concerned, it's been you know missing from you know American politics for a long time. It's to me, it's refreshing. So, yeah, I mean, he uh, he's done in the last couple months. He's in the news and. Um, He's just done some some really you know wacky outrageous shit, and when he was pressed, even at a news conference, this invo- this was one thing was was involving uh, teachers or the the uh, a teachers union, and you know they have he had a very brief press 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 conference, and you know the usually the very you know, obnoxious, hawkishly, you know, just just smotheringly hawkish around you. He cut them off at the pass and <laughs> he looked around. He says, look, I, I know, yeah, about the, the massive, uh, you know, firing of, of a bunch of uh, public school officials at in this particular district. I know you have questions about that. I just wanted to let you know um, that I did what I did because I felt it was right. I felt it was necessary. And I really don't give a shit about your questions or your opinions. (laughs) And that was it. He cut him off at the pass. (sighs) I'm telling you. Um, it, at least it is refreshing when there is some movement. And I mean, I'm not necessarily agreeing with, you know, it or anything in particular, but to be decisive. Yeah. Cause I don't know about you guys. But in my relative old age, I'm absolutely 
absolutely, and I'm sure I'm not alone, I am absolutely up to my nose, just absolutely sick of this, this, this thing that never moves. This one's pushing here, and so, but there's nothing's resolved. Nothing moves. Nothing's done. So, <clears throat> who knows? I, I don't know if I had mentioned this recently, but I would like to go on the record as saying this again. I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it way ahead of time. That way... I can hear all the tens of thousands of people who are going to be applauding me in 24. Um, if, uh, yeah, if I believe it's a very, very strong possibility that um, he could walk away with not just the Republican nomination, but the presidency. Um, because, um, unlike, you know, unlike Trump, Trump is an old, an old tired game and the polish wore off of his shtick years ago. He is, um, you know, even from, even from just an entertainment point of view, he, his, his best days are certainly behind him so that, that that polish is worn off but by comparison DeSantis ah now there is a breath of fresh air and he's he's young he's bright-eyed and he's bushy-tailed and say what you will I mean I think that uh, the way that he would be as he would be as a president. <laughs> it would make Trump look like like a bleeding heart liberal, but he would definitely he would definitely stir the pot. Um, because you know, I think one of the things that this one of the huge injections that in the, in the in in the arms so to speak of what this country could definitely use is just to get over itself for 5 minutes and just shut up <laughs> just shut the hell up and we yeah we're going to enact some some things because it needs to be done um in my in my own humorous way, at first when I read about this story and I looked at it, and I thought it was a misprint, um, because initially it said about you know it was a couple of planes, so that meant like small planes, and he he flew um, of a total, so it must have been around I guess roughly about twenty five per plane, so it was only fifty. I said. At first, you know, it's got to be a typo because, come on, 50? Come on, this is Martha's Vineyard. Shit. Each one of you guys are loaded with dough there. I mean, loaded. You have grifted all that money all these years. My God, you could have, each one of you could have 
50 servants apiece. I thought it should have been, would have been more appropriate to have like 500. 500, and even then, there would still have been more migrants left, you know, offering offering to, you know, they'll fly on the wings, you know, anything. They don't give a shit. But um yeah, 50. That's 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 just this is this is just a mild uh humoring of them. And um yeah. Um I personally wish it would have been 500 because Fair is being fair. Um, I think that um, it's easy to armchair quarterback <clears throat> on the potential bad outcomes, societal bad outcomes of everything, everything, everything from crime to housing to whatever, you name it. Because what this comes down to, folks, is um, resources. See, People, certain people of a certain ilk, they are unfortunately, they have a disconnect with reality. But what has been shown time and time again is that when you throw them into the midst of that reality and they have to live within the confines and function within that reality, well, hmm... Well, this is what you talked about in theory. It doesn't seem to be panning out so well, does it? Oh, so you now have your streets that are spiraling down into trash and degradation and drug dealing, prostitution, not to mention crimes, houses being broken into. The list goes on and on. No, 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 no. When you're in your safe, relatively safe nice, very nice, upperly mobile existence, and all those, let's not forget all those, um, you know, trust funders, the youngins, talking about cultural diversity. Yeah. Wait till you live with it, within it, especially against your will. And give that about six months, a year, two years, and I guess what? Your ass will be singing a different tune. Well, you know, I've been thinking. Because <laughs> that's what's been shown over and over and over. And that's why certain, certain uh, realities are incongruent with actual reality. So, but there was this... Um, Apparently, this woman here, and let's see, uh, name is uh, Tyrion. It's a weird name. I've never seen that before. T A R Y N. Tyrion M. Finsk. She's the, the communications director for Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> said the two flights are part of a state program to transport undocumented migrants to so-called sanctuary destinations. This year, the Florida legislature set aside $12 million 
for the transportation program. So guess what? They covered their basis. This is far from the end of it. I can't wait to get I can't wait to see <laughs> this is hilarious. I can't wait to see the uh the Christmas present that's going to be sent from Florida. Merry Christmas. That's gonna be a nice package. Wonder where that'll be going. Let's see. Quote, states like Massachusetts, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designations as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border policies. Mrs. Fenske said in a statement, well, okay, look, that's obviously low-hanging fruit there. A little bit of hitting below the belt and just a tiny bit partisan. But hey, damn it, that's the fun. Of course she's going to do that. Look who her boss is. <laughs> but yet on the other hand, um, it is trying to demonstrate irony, both irony and hypocrisy. And <clears throat> you can't, you can't get around it when you do that. And you've been doing this for at least 30 years. And certain social factors have become what they are as a consequence of this. Because, uh, yeah, when you have a almost virtually unchecked flow, primarily from one direction... And I don't care what label you assign to it. They are people and they're coming for a better life. Well, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Yes, you make your garden and it's all beautiful, wonder wonderful. And, uh, you know, you may want to go in because you did all the work in, in there. And then uh, the, the rabbit comes in or rabbits come in and they eat you know your your food your carrots your lettuce you know everything well they just want a better life too so by that logic if you just say well let's just open it because you know they want a better life well you can use that <clears throat> um very ill-advised, very short-sighted, and ultimately, I mean, I, I've just, I've never encountered groups of people collectively that were so fatuous. It's unbelievable. And, um, yeah, Uncontrolled, unchecked, um, what is that? What was that term? It used to be, it's called 
invasion. Oh yeah, that's can't say that anymore. Of course, with the whole you know bad words, bad words act of I don't know twenty ten. Whenever the woke people kicked this off, certain words cannot be used, and invasion is definitely one of them. That's an evil, bad word. I mean. It doesn't, of course, matter if you look up the word in the dictionary and it fits all those parameters because, you know, you don't, for instance, not with old visions of, you know, us storming the beaches of Normandy in World War II, and that is technically, that is an invasion but, uh, you know, they, uh, there's alternate types of invasions, and it fits that definition. It does. And they don't have to be. It doesn't have to be for a great war. And they're, they're coming with planes and tanks and, and guns. It's not Patton's Third Army. But nonetheless, that's an invasion. But... We're not allowed to think otherwise because that's not very nice. I mean, aside from the fact or the reality, let's say, for instance, that what is actually taking place by the invaders, well, that's not very nice either. So, but... You know, it's supposed to be an open arms policy. Let's just, you know, if you if certain people, certain ideologicals, if they had their way, <laughs> you know, just ah, screw it, open the borders everywhere, every just everybody, like everybody is boom. Because if you examine. All of them, except for Canadians. Isn't that strange? Canadians, even, even despite the disastrous policies of Trudeau, um, despite that, um, yep, still, by comparison to the U.S., uh, you know, very low crime, very clean, fairly orderly. Um, not saying it's paradise. Yeah, and most people that I have known and talked to, um, you know, they're polite, of course. We all know that. Just sometimes very annoyingly polite. But, uh, like, hey, they just, you know... They don't rub it in, what I'm saying. And this is, you know, some of them was a couple of years ago. and But this is pretty much, they've pretty much been this way when I talked to them for, you know, seven or eight years. And so they don't want to rub it in. But <clears throat> very politely, was, oh, yeah, a you know, fantastic healthcare system and all that. But they don't rub it in. But they say, you know, yeah, yeah, we're, we're glad we, we're glad we live up here and, Glad you guys are down there. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> and that's the truth.
although Trudeau and certain people of a certain bent um, they're trying working really hard to destroy that as well trying to get rid desperately trying to get rid of any sense of Canadian identity whatsoever because for some reason um, and the overwhelming you know majority of Canadians are white people and they're having a really even Justin even with endless propaganda they're still having a hard time convincing them that they should just give up on life and everything and just feel eternally fucking guilty and to be guilty because they have something that they own um you know that their living standards and conditions and so many other things are so much better and they're but they're having a hard time just making them feel horrible about themselves and to just give everything away and you know the whole world that come in here and 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 that's just been very, it's been very difficult but but they're working hard the people with Trudeau and you know God. um but yeah they don't I don't see a revert I don't see them I don't see them fleeing Canada to the south I, I'm not seeing that no so yeah but you can you can rest assured that if it were reversed uh yeah the nicety nice gloves would come off real fast because they don't want in the in the words of uh one friend of a good friend of mine there uh he says what the, what they what they know collectively in canada is things you know they kind of chuckle because it's it's not imminent it's not an emergency it's not like that at least not yet <clears throat> but uh they say yeah yeah the the very nice gloves and everything would come off because we his own words and uh this guy is a phd and is a successful business and he's not uh what i call it, like really terribly conservative it's kind of politics are I guess kind of middle of the road, but he, you know, he speaks for many overall there that, you know, I've spoken to that I've known. And he says, uh, yeah, we're not going to become the U S <laughs> so that should tell you something there. Eh? Um, but yeah, has anyone even considered this? I know, again, certain people who live in a, a very dysfunctional and, and delusional reality haven't. You see, <clears throat> when you, one of the things that a, uh, a country needs to do that is very important for multiple reasons is you've got to be able to control your borders. 
and uh, to several other nations in the world. It is it's it's just that they can't wrap they can't even wrap their head around this. Um, and a nation that cannot control its borders doesn't look good, folks. You know, things are going to flip in one direction here or the other. And uh, I'm what I'm saying is just because I am the bearer of this, I'm not stating that I think it's a great idea. I'm simply telling you, you know, the doctor is not the disease. But I'm simply trying to say at least what I believe, what I feel, and I think there's a lot of indications that, you know, support support me on this, is that it's it's really been this country in America, we've been in a in a terrible, terrible way in in a certain in a liberal, but not really. It's uh, um a neoliberal fashion for many, many, many years. And what I see coming very quickly is because the pendulum things here, they tend to swing in extremes. And I think that um, whereas things had gone so far down this particular path, now the pendulum is going to swing back the other way into the other extreme. And I, for one, I don't like, I don't believe, I don't, you know, I don't believe in extremes. I don't, th generally speaking, what, again, what I've known, what I've read, what I've studied, is that either, either one's not good. But, until you get some kind of equilibrium that actually works, some kind of sanity, this this is what happens. This is what happens. <clears throat> you know, if you're looking at things myopically, everything is not about the U.S. It is about the world. We're just a part of it. But I'm talking here about what other nations have gone through and history. And you got to know your history and you got to fess up to history. And historically, this is what happened again, 1920s, 1930s. It happened with Germany and it happened with Italy because in a different direction, now I'm talking about in a different direction, um, Italy was suffering horribly from many of the same problems that we in America are now. Theirs were con uh, even more compounded by the fact that they are and still are and for the most part always have been uh, at least in the modern era 
they are a resource-poor country. And um, relatively speaking, America uh, has always been a resource-rich country. But that, depending on the materials you're talking about, has changed dramatically. But what I'm talking about when the socially speaking, um, yeah, as the resources continue to dwindle and all this thing, all these things, well, love and peace and caring and sharing. Uh, yeah, when your own family's starving to death, you know, your children, and they just happen to be white. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I see a little contradiction there. I see problems. I see reality knocking at the door. And many people simply want to ignore the knocker. And that doesn't happen with reality. It will continue pounding and get louder and louder as the situation gets worse and worse. And <clears throat> when you have an unending stream of people, and it's, it's not like it wasn't like an occasional wave that we had like 30 years ago. And then there's hardly anybody because their own country is pretty much doing fine in this, you know, no, it's, it's not that it's, it's been getting far worse and the scale is just going up with no end in sight. So, that's what I see. But the, the DeSantis thing and the flying of it, of, uh, you know, a, a trickle of 50 migrants, uh, it's really, it's really quite funny in that respect. And it's going to be, if he has $12 billion more to back this up, like I said, that's, I think that um, Christmas is going to be real interesting this year. Ho, ho, ho. So, that's about it. And um, I hope you have a great weekend. I'm going to have an even more interesting story on Monday and I've had this one I've been trying to get to this for some time now but uh, I think you're really gonna like it and now I leave you with Friday's song for the weekend from the blowing like hell album William Clark just a dream just a dream baby. A dream I had on my mind Just a dream, darling A 
I played the dice, yeah, played the horses too. Won so much money, baby, I didn't know what to do. Was a dream, a dream I had on my mind. But when I woke up this morning, baby, not a dollar was mine. Well, I dreamed I got married. Had a family. I had ten kids, baby. They all look like me. It was a dream, a dream I had on my mind. But when I woke up this morning, baby, not a child had looked like mine. I went to White House, sat in the president's chair, reached over and shook my hand, said, "Clark, I'm glad you're here." Was a dream, a dream I had on my mind. When I woke up this morning, baby, not a thing could I find. 